Hey guys, welcome back to Millennial Mirrors. Uh, on today's episode, we are going to be speaking with Walid Shah, uh, who is a commercial photographer, even though he only became a full-time commercial photographer after getting fired from his job. Listen in and hear more about that. Uh, Walid Shah will be speaking to us about the topic of using platform for a purpose. So definitely check in uh, with part two if you're more interested in that. And uh, yeah, listen in. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Walid. Thank you so much for joining me on today's Thank episode. Thank you, Mashari. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. Time. Um, so let's just jump right in. What's the story of Walid Shah? Wow. Uh, it's a very broad question. Yes. You know what's it's, funny? Yeah. That's actually the same thing I... I, I ask everybody when when they sit down with me, like, so oh. hey, what's your story? Cool. And, and nobody's ever asked me that directly, you know, because it's like it's such a broad question, and you can just start wherever you want to start. Right? I think it's interesting. I, I like the question yeah. because everyone defines their own story, yeah. And so you get it. People start at different points, and yeah. people get highlight different things depending on who they are and yeah. and what they feel. So I like keeping it broad because it yeah. lets you kind of. Tell exactly. the story how you want to. If that yeah. makes sense. I mean, I, I, to to start off, maybe I, I'll tell you. I'm born and raised here. Born and raised in mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi is home for me. And uh, I had a I had a very let's say scientific upbringing. Okay. Right. What uh, does that mean? That means I was very good at uh, math and sciences and all uh, that okay. stuff. I also uh, played in a band, so that was the kind cool. of the, the the musical, artistic side of things. And then I went to university in Canada, and we went to university as a band. Oh so, wow! So we had a that must be fun. yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. We had a thing where we you know we said hey let's apply let's all apply to all the universities in Canada, and then we'll we'll all go to like the the lowest common denominator where we all get into so we <laughs> okay. can stay as a band. Uh, that happened minus minus one guy didn't get into the one university. Uh, Anyways, okay. so uh, I studied chemical engineering. I came back to the UAE afterwards and worked in oil for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then throughout that 10 years, I started uh, a music production company called White Cube. Okay. And that's where I started to learn photography through that, through trying to market that that endeavor, let's say. It, yeah. was, it was, you know, I started with my bandmates. Taking photos of them. No, I started. We started White Cube with my bandmates. Okay, gotcha. And then I started taking photos of just the people coming into the studio to Mm -hmm. market the studio. Uh, Okay, gotcha. And then as I got better, uh, people started to ask us as White Cube to shoot photos for them, whether it's portraits or you know food or events or whatever. And like, oh, I'm actually pretty good at this. Okay, somebody's gonna pay me to shoot their photos. That's that's nice. So we sort of added like a, a department to White Cube that was photo video. We do that. Are you as well. still working your day job throughout all this? I'm still working my day job yeah. until until that point of the story. Okay. Uh, and then about 2016, maybe we shut down White Cube, mm-hmm. and I started shooting photos under my own name, under Walicha, and that's where that that brand started. Okay. And um, but again, at this point, I'm still working my day job. Oh, still, okay. Still gotcha. in the oil industry. And then in 2017, uh, because of the you know the, the the oil oil recession that happened in 2016, through this like series of acquisitions, my my the part of my company got bought and sold a few times, and then eventually shut down. Oh, okay. So there was a point where um, you know over one one weekend, uh, everybody got a call. Uh, uh, Four thousand people globally on a on a conference call got told that the company is no longer. 
Wow. So, and, and it was at that point, I remember that point, I was, I was with my wife in some random hole in the wall burger place in Shahama. <laughs> and I got the call. And um, actually, the funny thing is, I actually didn't get the email to be on the conference call. My boss called me afterwards, the day after, oh, okay. to tell me, hey, you know, I just wanted to give you a day to, to let, let it sink in. I'm like, let what sink in? He's like, weren't you on the call? I'm like, no. He's like, uh, we all got fired, bro. Oh, like, oh. so, um, so it was at that point where, you know, I, I, when I hung up the phone, I was, um, I looked at my wife, I'm just like, it's so funny. I felt relief. Mm, interesting. I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh my God, what am I going to do? It was like, huh. You know, cause I've, I've, I've wanted to quit for like a long time mm-hmm. and just do the photography thing, but the money was good. Right. You know, the money and, 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 you know, working oil was good. So I just didn't, I didn't do it. And I just kept juggling the two. And then when it, when it finally, the decision was made for me, yeah, I was actually happy. I was, I was relieved. And that's when the photography thing took off and, and I'm here now. And so how has your photography evolved since the first days when you were kind of shooting people mm-hmm. in your studio to where it is now? I mean, it started off as exploring, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're always, you're always learning some new, uh, skill or, or, or part of, part of the technical, uh, aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for a while it was all that it was, you know, all the stuff I was putting out was like, look how cool my lighting is or mm. look how cool, you know, my editing skills are, you know, right. it was very technical. I was trying to impress other photographers. That's it. Gotcha. And then there was a point in time where I realized, um, uh, you know, that, that, that photography and video and, and, and any, any sort of me- like art medium uh, is more about using the voice of that medium to tell a story. Gotcha. And that's when, that's when sort of my, you know, my mind shifted to, okay, let's, let's put the technical stuff aside and let's start saying something, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that the first time I I, I did that was with the, a project called the Father's Day Project, okay. uh, and it was it was a project where I um, I took photos of nine uh, fathers from Kerala, but living in the UAE, living in Abu Dhabi, and their families are in Kerala. And I did that, you know, removing all the technical elements of it. It was just black backdrop, one light, no edits, nothing. And uh, we we took these portraits, the the prints. We flew to Kerala, rode some motorcycles, and went around uh, um, to find all the houses where where the fathers and their families are from. And we delivered the portraits framed to the to the families, and then mm-hmm. took a portrait of the family holding the uh, the portrait of the father, and then flew it back to the father on Father's Day. Wow. So that's we, amazing. You know, so so creating that 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 narrative and, and that that story and, and giving somebody something in the medium of photography, that kind of started to become my my MO, let's say. Um so it, it went from taking photos for the sake of impressing other photographers to taking photos for the sake of what would you say? Uh, I mean, there's there's two sides of it, right? There's 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 two paths. Obviously, you know, there's the commercial side mm-hmm. of things, and that's still, uh, you know, that's still there and it's still very strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still try to impress. Uh, right now, it's not photographers; it's 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 brands, right? You know, 
Um, but there's there's the other side where you know whenever whenever I've got some downtime, which is usually in the summers, the the the, mm-hmm. the, the industry is a bit cyclical like that. So w- during that that downtime, I'll I'll find something to give back to. I wouldn't say the community, but like to to the world, right? Okay. Whether it's because obviously my community is is around here, but it's not right. necessarily this community. It's just the world. Gotcha. Um, so you know, throughout throughout the last maybe two or three years, I've been I've been doing like one one product a year where I kind of give back to 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 some something. Okay. Yeah. So when you're deciding on, let's say, your one project a year, mm-hmm. um, what's where do you look to for inspiration, or what's that process like when you're coming to when you're trying to decide what that project is, or what you know what the community you want to give back to is, or what have mm. you. It's it's a difficult question because, uh, well, well, first of all, it's it's funny because my my favorite quote um, from this one photographer called Chuck Close, it goes, um, "Inspiration is for amateurs." Okay. We professionals roll up our sleeves and get to work. <laughs> nice. You okay. know. So e- even though that that's sort of my 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 favorite quote that that is sort of in, in the commercial world mm-hmm. that applies, but in the um, in in the world where I'm trying to give back to 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 to, to the world is. It, Again, I don't sit and wait for inspiration. Mm-hmm. Something happens. Okay. So, for example, uh, you know, Rock Your Ugly, if you've seen mm-hmm. that, yeah, uh, came from a very, very dark place that I was in, and I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't, you know, it's not like, hey, you know, I have some time now. Let's look for something to do. Mm. You know, it, it's not like something happened, and and I felt something, and I needed to get it out. And, uh, you know, that, that project came out of that. Have you faced any kind of backlash or what, what kind of feedback do you get on the stuff that you feel, um, I guess, push, you know, makes a statement? I mean, the, the biggest backlash I got was the, there's this one, and that was actually a turning point in my mm-hmm. life. There was this one, uh, one random project that I didn't really think about as a project, actually, um, the, the, the Nationals headline was Scandal in Satwa. Oh damn! Yeah, it was. It was. It was like, dude, this is this is not as big as a, a deal that you're as you're making it, you know. So there was there was one time I um, I shot photos of uh, of uh, a DJ. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's say um, you know she's got a bit a bit of a following online, mm-hmm. and we were just I was at the at the point where I was exploring still again mm-hmm. the technical side of things. There was no narrative. There was right. no nothing. Right. So uh, we went to a few locations. We kept getting kicked out, and we ended up in Satwa. And uh, you know, there's um, you know the, the random people that are living there and working mm-hmm. there, uh, be, kind of became part of the shoot. They wanted to be involved, so we got mm-hmm. them involved. So we shot a few outside a house with 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 two people in the back. Uh, we shot something in a barber shop, and we shot something in a uh, in a grocery shop with the mm-hmm. grocery shop owner. Okay. Now that caused a huge backlash. Uh, you know about sort of classism and racism and mm. and using using uh minorities as props yeah. and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, dude, I I had no, it was we're just kind of messing around. We had nothing to say. Yeah. yeah. You know, there, there was no message there. And that's, you know, that that got got big enough to be like, you know, there was like a panel discussion. I was there. I got fired at by like, you know, uh the audience, Facebook Live, in the news, like it was it was pretty Wait. Who made the panel? <laughs> uh, it was the guys from the Dukan show. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, OT. yeah, OT, OT, and Reem and Akawi. 
So, you know, there was that. And, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of got me thinking, I'm like, oh, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever information is there on an image, somebody's going to read it, you yeah. know, one way or another. So instead of leaving it up to, up to them to, to, to decide, even if, you know, even if I don't have an intention, yeah. let's have an intention. Yeah. No, very and true. then, and then I can back up, you know. If it's one way or another, I can I can back it up because I had an intention. Yeah. With that, with that one project, with that one, I wouldn't call it a project really, just a you know, few images. I didn't have an intention. Mm -hmm. I was messing around. Yeah, yeah. So so now that that I understand that it it can have such a such a big no, I wouldn't say it, the backlash doesn't really scare me. Just a, a, an impact. I, I I have the opportunity to make an impact with an image. Let's have an intention behind it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. Looking at your life now, how different is it from what you expected it to be, considering you studied chemical engineering, was it? Yeah, very different, man. And very, how is it to different. reflect on those differences, I guess? I mean, initially, it's funny, I can't remember who I was talking to about this very recently. At, at the time I was getting married, mm -hmm. uh, and this is, this is how fast things change. Uh, yes, I was an engineer. Mm -hmm. um, and I was supposed, I was up for promotion where I would be in Oman for two weeks on and two weeks off. Okay. And that was going to be my life at the beginning of, of, of my marriage. Wow. And then uh, that didn't come through. Mm -hmm. And then I, I ended up switching companies, getting a promotion and, 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 and continuing life as is. So even that, like even at that time, like my life was supposed to be very different. I was supposed to be like in the desert for, for long periods of time. Um, and then I, I generally envision, like I, I saw my life as, you know, climbing up the corporate ladder and, mm -hmm. you know, getting all the, all the perks of like the, 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 the you know, the v VP level stuff and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But, um, I'm pretty glad I didn't go that route. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of very happy now, very content. The, the, the sort of the time available to me, I wouldn't have had in any other uh, corporate job. Was there a was there a reaction when you kind of said, "Hey, okay, well, I've been let go, and actually, good. I'm now just going to focus fully on on photography from, I guess, friends, family, loved ones, and all that." Yeah, for sure. There was. I mean, mo most of the most of the people around me, like let's say, you know, my 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 friends mm -hmm. and and my wife, and I think my family at that specific time were all encouraging me to, all right, you know what, this is, it's time, go do, go do your thing, go do the photography thing. Right. But before that, before that, when, when I wasn't fired yet, when mm -hmm. I was still like on the fence and thinking about quitting and stuff like that, I remember I, I always tell the story about, about my mom, um, where, whenever we're, we're out and she introduces me to somebody, we, we bump into her friends or something, you know, they'll be like, oh, Walid, so you know, this is my son, Walid. And you know, like, oh, so what do you do, Walid? I'll be like, I'm a photographer. Because in my mind, you know, I, I'd like to get some business out of yeah. this conversation, right? You're not going to hire me for something as, as a chemical engineer, yeah, but you yeah, might yeah. get me to shoot your photos of like your party or something, you yeah. know? So she'd directly jump in. She'd be like, actually, you know, he's, you know, he's actually an engineer. And, uh, you know, he's doing this photography thing. It's a hobby, but he makes some money out. It's a side hustle. Yeah. You know, I just like, mom, yeah, yeah. just 
relax. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, for this conversation, I'm a photographer. I don't care about your pride right yeah, now. Yeah. You know, so uh, so it was, it was that. It was always like, no, no, like you, you have this degree and the, the prestige that comes mm-hmm. with it and all of that. But then as um, as time went by and as 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 sort of the decision was made for me and I mm-hmm. pursued that and alhamdulillah successfully, uh, you know, she couldn't be prouder now. You know, she's like, oh, you know, what he does this. I and mean, she's showing people the, the, the stuff I do and <laughs> That's amazing. behind the scenes and stuff. So it's funny, you know, I can't remember what I was reading. I was reading a, a book recently, but, uh, or I think it was, it was, uh, I think it was, damn, I can't remember what I was reading, but it was, you know, it said, you know, the, if you would give somebody one piece of advice, what would it be? It's like, don't listen to your parents. <laughs> That you know, no yeah. success story started with, "Hey, I listened to my mom and dad, and this is where I am now." And I'm, you know, they, they don't happen. All the success stories you hear are like, actually, everybody didn't want me to do this, and I did it anyway, and now I'm here. I feel right now, especially in in our culture and our society, and, and worldwide, not just here, we are so focused on the success stories that we see online, whether it be Gary Vee, whether it be whoever that you're following, that you're aspiring to be. But we don't realize that they get on that stage and they tell you their story. Mm. But their story is their story. And it is not the story of the majority of the people. And I think a lot of people are like, okay, so if I just hustle and I like follow this, you know, tutorial that Gary Vee said about like, following 10 new people and leaving 10 messages then I'm somehow going to become like the next mentor or big public speaker. And you know what I mean? It's just that focus of trying to follow in someone else's footsteps and putting that person on a pedestal, as opposed to looking at your actual current situation and trying to figure out what actually works for you is kind of something that just bugs me, which is why like the success story, I guess thing kind of triggered me a bit, but that's the other there. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I agree with you with, with that, you yeah. know, with with each success story, there's like 99 other ones that yeah. aren't successful. But I think my, my point is not not about the success stories. My mm-hmm. point is about the, the 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 parenting. Yeah. My point about the parenting is and and through that like, obviously through that Rock Your Ugly project, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, like a good like 90% of the issues people have are are because of their parents. Yeah, agreed. Um so so that that's kind of where I'm coming at it from. And and what I what I what I kind of what I try to tell everybody is is look, parents want the best for you yeah but they don't necessarily know what's best for you yeah agreed you know no, like, there's a there's a big difference and, and you won't probably know the best for your kids either you're yeah. going to want the best for your kids but yeah. but times change you know times change and, and 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 you know we're we're sort of now we're in the age of this this entrepreneur age mm-hmm. whereas before it was the age of the climb of, the, of, the ladder yeah, climb the ladder yeah, yeah so so it's it's a different time yeah i think and, where yeah. i land on it is Listen to what your parents have to say, but don't live your life to please your parents because that's going to be impossible. Yeah. (laughs) That is a shifting target if ever there was one. (laughs) Like at no point are you going to be 100% perfect in your parents' eyes. So sure, listen to what they have to say and then incorporate it how and if and however it works for you. But I always like say never live to please your parents because that's just like what their dreams, like they have had dreams for you since the day you were born and yeah. those dreams just got bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and for the most part had nothing to do with what you actually want to do yeah, with yeah, your yeah. life. You had, they had yeah. dreams for you before before they got together. Yeah, exactly. You know, before before your parents got together, yeah. they had dreams of themselves and their kids. Yeah, exactly. Without the partner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, yeah. I completely agree with that. 
we went on a rant. <laughs> good rant. We went on a good little rant. Um, so uh, to close up. Um, oh, our, that's it. For oh, episode man. one, yeah, we've got a whole. We just we've got, got a whole started, part two. Yo. We've got a whole part two. We just. This is just, this is your warm up. Oh, this is the warm up. This part. is the warm up. Right. But um, but yeah, to, to before we close up this part, the topic of our episode is using your platform for a purpose. I guess what what makes what have you done or what makes you qualified or what do you bring to this conversation for people who are listening and will tune in for part two? What makes me qualified? No idea. Am I, am I qualified? I don't know. I, I don't have a piece of paper that says I'm qualified to do anything. See, I right? get asked this question yeah. by people who are listening. Why'd you bring this person to talk about this yeah. topic? I'm like, listen, I just thought they had something interesting to say. Yeah. But you know what? I'll ask on season three so yeah. that you can yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so I don't I, have to. I don't have any like <laughs> qualifications on paper. I mean, even even the, the job I'm doing, I didn't study it myself. I think... You and I, me both. Yeah. You and me both. <laughs> I, I, think, I think the only... To be honest with you, I think the only three... The only three professions that yeah. you actually need to be qualified for are doctor, doctor, engineer, lawyer, because you cannot practice those things by law if you don't have a piece of paper that says you're qualified. But everything else, you can practice. You and, can, you can. You but can, can you speak to anything else? Yeah, I think if you could have an opinion about anything else, and then it's up to the person in front of you to to take that opinion or not. You heard it here first. Do not come at me and be like, "Why did you bring this guest?" Everyone's mm. entitled to their opinion. Yeah. So, with that, we're going to close part one. So, thanks for joining me on today's episode, even though we're about to talk and go into part two, which will be released on Wednesday. Um, where can people find out more about you if they don't already know? Uh, easiest is, I guess, Instagram. My name's Walid Shah. And then uh, the cooler side of things is on my website. It's, it's, a lot, it's a lot cooler to look at, walidshah.ae. Cool. Well, we'll have both of those in the episode description. Uh, thanks for, for everyone for listening. You guys can find all the links and everything in the description, like I said. You can also hear the rest of our discussion about using your platform for a purpose on Wednesday. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss anything. As always, love your comments, love your messages. Make sure you keep uh, sending them in. Um, even the negative ones, guys, they affect how I do the rest of the like the episodes. I take all feedback in uh, in stride. Uh, this is Mshad Nazi signing out. Bye, guys. Bye.